0: eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. Now again the FBI, the Department of Justice, the prosecutors make no sense. They're concerned, you see, they need an urgent warrant. Because they're spies, apparently, one or more spies at Mar a Largo they. They must have, or at least they claim witnesses, are concerned that documents were being destroyed. Now, Mr. Producer, why doesn't this make any sense? America, why doesn't this make any sense? Because we've also been told in other leaks that Merrick Garland, for weeks, wasn't sure whether or not they should seek a search warrant, right? Now, wait a minute. So documents are being destroyed according to spies that are in the president's home. But Merrick Garland doesn't say, get in there, boys, and go get it as fast as you can. He's not sure what to do. This is all bull crap. If I were just on podcast, i called call it exactly what I'm thinking so it's urgent but they wake 19 months so it's urgent then they wake another two months they're in there in june they grab nothing then they're told things are being destroyed and Merrick garland has to ponder this for two or three or four weeks this is nonsensical nonsensical then we have a master not a full federal judge a master. Masters don't go through Senate confirmation. I don't know. I was contacted by a former federal prosecutor. You'd know who it is. And that former federal prosecutor said to me, in all the cases I've handled, we haven't had a master issue a search warrant, certainly not in a big case. Well, this is as big as it gets. What's wrong? Were all the federal district judges in South uh, Florida busy? Were they all busy? So they give it to this master. master. Now they grab all the documents. And I heard my friend John Yu, Professor Yu, very smart man, say, well, that doesn't mean it's unconstitutional. No, it does mean it's unconstitutional. It's a general warrant. If that's not un- unconstitutional, I don't know what is. So we sit, America, and we sit and we sit, waiting for a case to go to trial in Manhattan, run by an elected Democrat district attorney, working with an elected Democrat state attorney general from Albany, who ran on indicting Trump. And we sit and we wait, America, as a Democrat district attorney in Atlanta, also who runs for office, is holding another investigation. And we sit and wait, America, as the January 6th committee says, our work's not done. Nancy Pelosi stooges, one and all. Democrats. And then we look at the Department of Injustice and the Federal Bureau of Constipation. And what do we see? A Democrat attorney general who's already already demonstrated his hyperpartisanship. Anybody who's willing to go after parents with the FBI, the Criminal Division, U.S. Attorneys, National Security Unit, and encourage people to call the domestic terrorism hotline if they feel threatened by parents. He's capable of virtually anything. He's gone after state legislatures because he disagrees with their position on voting, abusing the 1965 Voting Rights Act. He's gone after states because he doesn't agree with their positions on abortion, even though the Supreme Court said this is a state matter now. They've thrown more resources at people who were parading and trespassing on Capitol Hill grounds. I don't mean committing acts of violence. I mean hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who didn't than at any other single issue in the history of the Federal Bureau of Investigation as crime skyrockets, murder, rape. But don't worry. Don't worry. They've got Donald Trump in their sights. Documents. Papers. I've asked this question, and I'll ask it again. Did Barack Milhouse, Benito Obama take any papers home, classified or otherwise? I'm not talking about the 33 million papers. I said, did he? We don't know. His houses haven't been raided. Five mansions. And of course, Michelle's closet hasn't been looked into. Or her underwear drawer. How about Bill Clinton? Did he remove anything? We don't know. We know Hillary had that propensity. How about George W. Bush? Did he remove anything? Did they go through Laura Bush's uh, underwear drawer yet? No, no, they didn't do that. How about Dick Cheney? Did he remove anything? How about Al Gore? How about Biden when he was vice president? Did they? We don't know. Only Trump's house. Only they receive subpoenas. Only they're under attack. Why is that? We know why, don't we? All the rest are part of the ruling class establishment. That's why. It's everybody against Trump. The media. And this isn't paranoia, it's reality. The media, federal law enforcement, federal intel, the Democrats in Congress, Republicans in Congress. This guy Mitch McConnell, folks, has to go. He has to go. He's not a leader in any respect. I want to take a little footnote sound clip with you and then I'll circle back. Here's McConnell at an interview today and I want you to listen to what he has to say. We're Three months before the election. Anything can happen. Three months. And here's what he has to say. Cut 15, go.
1: Care to share any of your projections on the midterm elections? Yeah, I think there's the, 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 probably a greater likelihood of the House flips than the Senate. Senate races are just different. They're statewide. Uh, candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome. Right now, we have a fifty-fifty Senate and a 50-50 country. But I think when all is said and done, it's all going to be an extremely close
0: Senate, either our side up slightly or their side up the Is that how you rally people to vote? Is that how you rally people? And he's attacking the quality of our candidates. He's attacking the quality of the candidate. In Pennsylvania in Ohio and Georgia because they're not his candidates all his candidates always win don't you know of course it's a lie the rhinos lose all the time but what kind of a leader is this he has said nothing about the Federal Bureau of Investigation literally nothing it's it's incredible it's shocking this is the the leader of the Republicans in the House and they keep reelecting him as their leader. Does he have dirt on these other members of Congress? That is the Senate. Does he have so much control over their funds for campaigns? You don't cross Mitch McConnell. You certainly don't vote against him. I mean, what's he have on these other Republicans that he keeps getting reelected as their leader? Does this sound like a leader? Ugh. I don't know. It will be very close. It depends on the character of the candidates. It's more likely that the House will flip than the Senate. this, This guy should be rallying his troops, rallying the public. He should be out there with these candidates, but he's not. He's a fraud and a phony and a fool. Okay, I said that would be a footnote. Now let's circle back. Let's think this through. We had a first impeachment that was supposed to be about Russia collusion. But there there was no Trump-Russia collusion. But they searched for several years. They were hoping, with the appointment of a special counsel by rhinos in the Justice Department... An appointment that lacked the criminal predicate necessary to be appointed under Justice Department rules, but nonetheless, that they get the goods. And they had all henchmen on this prosecutor's staff, starting with Weissman. Weissman. But they had nothing. Two and a half years, millions and millions of dollars, grand jury, nothing. So they circle back and they use Ukraine. Which is preposterous. They use Ukraine. And quickly, they push the impeachment, they blow out the Republicans, they do it in a way that's never been done in American history, and they impeach the President of the United States. Knowing full well he's not going to be convicted. It didn't matter. This is Pelosi. This is... The never-Trumpers. Later, he's impeached again. When he's out of office. Because the Democrats claim, and Dizzy Lizzy, and ten Republicans in the House, and I believe Mitt Romney in the Senate, David Murkowski as well. Footnotes to footnotes to footnotes in the history of those two drones. Nonetheless, They said they had direct link. They found a direct link between Donald Trump and the attack on the Capitol building. They had nothing. Nothing. They did it anyway. And we've never impeached a former president. A former president. They impeached a former president. They impeached him twice for nothing. They criminally investigated him for nothing. I'm not done. There's a candidate, a radical leftist who runs for attorney general in New York, and she runs on the promise that she will indict Donald Trump. Any lawyer who does that is supposed to be disbarred, but not in New York. Not in New York. She conducts an investigation. She's working with the Manhattan DA, another radical leftist. They go after this 75 year old CFO of the Trump Corporation, Trump Organization, and they get them on what's really considered Mickey Mouse stuff. You didn't report the use of a car. You didn't report that you sent your grandchildren to private school. You didn't report the money you used for that. You didn't report. They had an apartment that you used from time to time in the city. Therefore, we're charging you with 15 felonies. This is what the IRS is capable of. He pleads guilty because he knows what a jury in Manhattan is going to do to him. He's a Trump guy. You see, the scarlet letter now is a T. Anybody who has a T on their hat, on their jersey, on their resume, T for Trump. You're going to be part of a witch hunt, like the old Salem witch trials. More Democrats in Atlanta, Georgia, Fulton County. The elected Democrat DA decides, I'm going to have a special grand jury. I'm going to drag in these national figures. We're going to make the case that Georgia criminal law was violated. I want to continue this when I return. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Folks, it's no secret that Americans are more divided than ever, and it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. No, it's over whether America is great at all, whether America deserves our love. That's why Imprimus, Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty, is so important. Imprimus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, Reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For fifty years in Primus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hanson, Molly Hemingway, and Chris Rufo. Over six point two million American households and businesses receive in Primus absolutely free, and I urge you to sign up for it today at absolutely no charge. I always look forward to receiving my copy of Imprimus. My friends at Hillsdale and I want you to have a free subscription as well. To get your free subscription, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. L-E-V-I-N for hillsdale.com. And then the January 6th committee Nancy Pelosi wants another shot at Trump. Two phony impeachments weren't enough. She loads this committee with the most radical members of the Democrat Party, as well as two of the most unhinged never-Trumpers. They violate every rule of the House, past and present. They have to meet Nancy Pelosi's Litmus test. And their investigation is not an investigation. It is a hatchet job. And then, of course, there is the Democrat U.S. attorney, the Democrat attorney general, and all the rest of the thugs over there. Have unleashed a criminal investigation of documents. They claim related to president trump which of course is a fishing expedition because they have nothing on trump about january 6th i don't know how much more the american people are going to take this is a war on the conservative movement on maga on trump and the future of the republican party To get your free subscription go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, L E V I N for com.
1: Mark Levin, the modern voice of the founding fathers. This is the Mark Levin show. Dial in now at 877-381-3811.
0: By now I'm sure you get the sense that the Democrat party is looking for anything it possibly can. To thwart Donald Trump, but not just Donald Trump, the future of the Republican Party. And to create a system where they only win, where they control law enforcement. They control the economy. We call this tyranny. You know, they need something. We need something, anything, January 6th, some document. Some documents over there. We need that mar a Get Go into the First Lady's closet. Do whatever you have to do. Grab all the boxes. It's come to this. And then they hide. We can't release information that might ruin our investigation or disclose witnesses. They mean spies. Spies. Doesn't this remind you of what they did to Donald Trump at the, during the course of the election and at the beginning of his presidency? And the leaks and the same people. Here's a New York Times piece. Alan Fuhrer! Fuhrer! Maggie Haberman! Luke Broadwater! Three phony reporters, but that Haberman, she's in the middle of it all the time. January 6th Grand Jury has subpoenaed White House documents. Federal prosecutors investigating the role that former President Donald J. Trump and his allies played in the events leading up to the January 6, 2021. Attack on the Capitol have issued a Grand Jury subpoena to the National Archives. For all the documents the agency provided to a parallel House Select Committee inquiry, according to a copy of the subpoena obtained by the New York Times. So the government's leaking. The prosecutors are leaking. They keep leaking, and then they go in the court and say, you know, this can hurt our investigation if you release this. The subpoena issued to the National Archives in May made a sweeping demand for all materials in whatever form that the archives had given to the January 6th House Committee and those materials included records from the files of Mr. Trump's top aides, his daily schedule, phone logs, a draft text of the president's speech that preceded the riot. Then it goes on. It was signed by Thomas Wyndham, the federal prosecutor has been <laughs> leading the Justice Department's wide-ranging inquiry into what part Mr. Trump and his allies may have played in various schemes to maintain power. You see how they write, Oh, they're so sleazy. You see how they write. Various schemes. It's called politics. And you're allowed to pressure, to cajole, to recommend, to urge, to encourage. And so they've turned that entire political process into a criminal process. And the New York Slimes and these two frauds, three frauds, excuse me, these three stooges are perfectly happy to be the mouthpieces for this. Perfect perfectly happy. They carry the water for the government as long as the government's run by the Democrats. When Donald Trump's president, they carry the water for the Democrats on Capitol Hill and in the bureaucracy. They know exactly what they're doing, and we know exactly what they're doing. So this administration, this Department of Injustice, the U.S. uh, Attorney's Office, they're violating every norm. You don't issue a search warrant against a president, a former president. You don't grab attorney-client-privileged in your massive grab of documents, attorney-client-privileged documents. You know you're going to scoop those up. Or attorney work product or confidential communications between an attorney and his or her client. But they did. We don't talk about those documents. No, 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 no. Only the ones that have been quote unquote classified. You don't demand that the president's former White House counsel and deputy White House counsel appear before grand juries. Completely undermining the ability of any president. To receive. To receive. Honest, open, confidential advice from a lawyer on his staff. People don't talk about that. With Cipollone and this guy Philbin. Philbin, that rings a bell. Wasn't there a Philbin, Britain, a British spy or something? But anyway, that's a definition. But no, you don't do that. So Trump doesn't have attorney-client privilege. His lawyers don't have attorney work product, confidentiality. As a former president, the Espionage Act, I argued, does not apply to him for doing things as president. when he decided to remove documents classified. But that doesn't matter. We'll violate. What is it? We'll violate 100 years of precedent on that. Since 1917, never been done. Oh, well, since the beginning of something called the Justice Department and these U.S. attorneys' office, no president has been subjected to a search warrant. None. Not even the Kennedys. Not even the Clintons. Not even LBJ and all the money he made while he was a senator. No, 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 no. It's Trump. He's the target. He's the problem. He's the threat. We need something, anything. They've been working on this for six years. Six damn years. And so they don't care if it's a paper issue or some kind of January sixteenth. Let me tell you what's going on here. With this subpoena to the archives, they're not waiting around for this committee. So they want every text, every email, everything on the schedule, why? To trick people. They'll have all this information, and when these individuals are in front of a federal grand jury, they don't have to hand them a document. They don't have to say, what were you doing on this day, and hand them a document. You have to go by memory, and your lawyer's not allowed to be with you. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? When you're in a grand jury, there's no lawyer for the individual testifying in front of the grand jury. No lawyer. No representation. It's completely controlled by the prosecutor. Completely. And in a city like Washington, like so many cities, if you're wearing that scarlet letter T on your forehead, you don't have a shot. You don't have a shot. If a prosecutor wants to indict you, he's going to indict you. No grand jury is going to... Stand up to the prosecutor, they'll vote as the prosecutor wants. Then you face a jury of your peers, but they're not a jury of your peers, are they? Not in Washington, D.C. Or most other cities. So this whole thing is crooked. And we don't need Republican politicians... Speaking at events, telling us, stop, stop uh, criticizing the Federal Bureau of Investigation. I thought you supported law enforcement. I do. This isn't law enforcement. This is tyranny. I support local law enforcement. 500 different, or excuse me, maybe 15,000 different police departments, give or take. Not one in Washington that's utterly politicized now. Maybe to the point of no return. Maybe so. But look what they've done to this guy. His whole life is turned inside out. The life of each family member is turned inside out. It's one politically motivated investigation after another. Now, one day, it won't be in a day, Won't be in a year, won't be in 50 years. But one day history will speak to this. History will speak to what's been done to Donald Trump. People are going to look very, very closely. Maybe a hundred years from now. And they're going to say this is the most persecuted public official in the history of the United States by a cabal of Democrats. Supported by a cabal of Republicans who've been around a long time. I wish I could remember the name, but it was so true. If I do remember, I will say it. An individual wrote and pointed out that the so-called conservative authors with columns, the New York Times, Washington Post, National Review, often at the Wall Street Journal and other places. The vast majority live in the suburbs, or in these gentrified areas of the city. They're a moderate. They support the establishment. And yet they are given columns as conservatives, when there's very little conservative about them. Very little conservative about them. I thought that was a very, very intelligent and unique point. That they're not conservative columnists. They're more the same. I'll be right back.
1: Love in.
0: To get your free subscription, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Does it bother anybody that we essentially learned today that the FBI has a spy at Mar-a-Lago? Maybe more than one? They said they don't want to reveal their witnesses. Witnesses to what? Wow, document destruction somebody leaks. And, of course, this is why they don't want their affidavit out, because they'd rather leak and create the narrative. This is how they work. Does it bother anybody that there's at least one spy for the government at the former president's home? Now, what does this sound like to you? The old East German Stasi? Castro's domestic police force? Vladimir, Vladimir Putin's form of justice? Xi's henchman? FBI likely has a spy at Mar-a-Lago. Now, I would encourage Mike Pence, who I like. To start really thinking about these things rather than these robotic rote comments. That you question the leadership of the FBI, but not all the people who work at the FBI. Really? You question the leadership of the IRS, but not all the people who work at the IRS? They're just doing their job. Gee, where have I heard that before? They're just taking orders. Where did I hear that before? The patriotic men and women who are working at the FBI, they do have a choice. Speak out. Put it on the line. God knows I've done it. Let the chips fall where they may. The FBI likely has a spy at Mar-a-Lago under the control of the U.S. Attorney's Office. And under the overarching oversight of the Attorney General of the United States. That's what they're trying to protect. And the extent to which they're going through things. New York Times is okay with that. Maggie Haberman. Maggie. Magaggy, She's okay with that. No problem. People listening to this program who've escaped tyrannies in Eastern Europe, Central and South America, the Middle East, parts of Africa, they know what I'm talking about. They know what I'm talking about. The Democrat Party is an evil party. It is evil. The Democrat Party hates America, as do much of the media. They hate it. They hate Americans, except for those, of course, who agree with them. Who agree with them. That's the truth. When has the Democrat Party supported America? Its founding its founding principles, its institutions. And so we have an unprecedented search warrant issued to search the home of a former president anywhere and anything in violation of the Fourth Amendment. Seeking documents, we're told, including classified documents. And I said, the Espionage Act is not applicable here. And you still have these idiot lawyers out there saying, I want to see the order. I want to see. You don't have to see it. He doesn't have to fill out paperwork. It's not compelled. And now we know for certain that there's a spy, at least one at Mar-a-Lago. At least one. I don't know if they turned a secret service agent. I don't know if they turned somebody by threatening them with a. uh, A ton of charges in his inner circle. I don't know. But is this the way a former president should have to live? When he's preparing, it appears to me, I don't have any inside information that he wants to run for election again. And then, of course, the. Obvious conflict of interest when you have an Attorney General of the United States, a Democrat, lifelong, appointed by Joe Biden, who's in charge of the whole thing. Of course he wants to take out the most popular Republican in the country. And of course the U.S. Attorney, a hardcore Democrat hack, as is his wife, Graves, wants to take out the most popular Republican in the country. They don't care about appearances. They don't care about ethics. They don't care about outright conflicts of interest. They're on a mission. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. Eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. 3811 Rand Paul this morning on Fox and Friends on the FBI. Let's listen in. Cut to go.
1: Well, you know, I think the burden is on the FBI to justify this raid. This is extraordinary. This is also the same FBI that used a foreign intelligence warrant to snoop on and spy on the Trump campaign to investigate them for over two years. So I think the burden really is on the FBI. They've been wrong in the past. They've broken the law in using these foreign intelligence warrants. Now they use a domestic warrant. But I do think they need to to release the justification for this because this is extraordinary. And we should not lose sight of the fact this has never ever happened before for good reason because we need to have confidence in the fbi we need to have confidence in our intelligence agencies that they're there to protect us and not to uh go after people for political purposes so the burden is on them to prove that it, this is not a politically motivated witch hunt
0: you know as i listen to senator paul and i think about these things where exactly is the Department of Justice going with this? Now, ladies and gentlemen, follow me on this. Where are they going? They covered up for Hunter Biden. They refused to investigate all the connections between Joe Biden and his paymasters in Communist China and elsewhere. They refuse to go after a secretary of state, former secretary of state, for her violations of the Espionage Act and subordinates of the president can be charged with violations of the Espionage Act. They refuse to go after a former FBI director who actually leaked government information to The New York Times and took a bunch of it home. Where exactly are they going with this? if these Democrat prosecutors have their way, they're going to indict the former president of the United States. I want you to let that really settle in. I want you to digest that. If they have their way, they're going to indict a former president of the United States. And quite frankly, very likely a future candidate for president of the United States. For what? Now you look at these statutes. I've studied them, I know them. The Espionage Act? No. You have to turn that statute inside out to charge a president, a former president, with violating that statute. And yet it appears they may be willing to do exactly that. For insurrection? Obstructing an election? And more? Because he... He wants to try and challenge the election in different states. He's encouraging them to send under electors. He wants... Fraud or what is believed to be fraud to be investigated? They're calling an obstruction in an effort to stay in office? No, 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 no. You can indict a former president for that? For that? Now I understand the self righteousness of the Trump haters. Whether they be in the Department of Justice, the U.S. Attorney's Office, the FBI, in the Democrat Party generally, in the White House. Obviously, Mitch McConnell wants Donald Trump taken down. It's clear. Because he's so effective, that Mitch McConnell. But this is where we're going. And they'll have a trial. A trial in Washington, D.C., before one of these judges like Jackson? That's what we're going to do? Well, half the country looks in absolute stunned shock and amazement to what's happening to our country, and then we are admonished by so-called Republican leaders, don't criticize. Don't raise your voice. Let the process play out. Let the process play out. It's played out. Why do prosecutors issue search warrants? Because they are looking for information. Information to do what? What? To bring charges against somebody. Whether it's January 6th or the Esper, whatever it is. That's why this is so unconscionable and shocking. And the leaks to the New York Slimes and the Washington Compost, to Newsweek, to CNN, to others, they don't add up. This is a massive, ongoing, multi-headed investigation for anything anything they can find, anything they will use local prosecutors in Manhattan and Atlanta they will use state prosecutors in Albany they will use federal prosecutors in Washington D.C. and South Florida they will use the committee of congress to do their dirty work they will do whatever they have to do They have now criminalized the leader of the Republican Party. Effectively, that's what they've done. The ruling class, the Democrat Party, the Mitch McConnell Republicans, the never Trumpers, the moderates who are phony so-called conservative columnists, the breadth and width of what's taking place. is stunning, absolutely stunning. I mean, they've been exposed for what they did in the 2016 election and early on in the Trump presidency. They've been exposed. The FBI, no, not just senior levels, but even mid-level lawyers at the FBI. They've been exposed for planning evidence, the dossier. On behalf of the Democrats, they've been exposed for changing documents presented to courts. They've been exposed for leaking, committing felonies for which reporters get Pulitzer Prizes. And then it turns out these are lies and they keep their Pulitzer Prizes. And where's George Bush? Dick Cheney and his daughter. They're part of the ruling class. They're fine with this. You see, Trump is the most dangerous man in history. Oh, yes, during his four years of presidency, he violated the Constitution. He rounded up people. He executed people. He sent the military. No, he didn't do any of those things. We have four years of experience with Donald Trump. He followed the law. Unlike Joe Biden, who refuses to institute the existing immigration laws and has destroyed Title IX for women and has destroyed so many things. But don't worry, Joe's on a roll, man. He's been successful. Step back and look at the big picture. This is the party that wants to destroy the independence of our court system. This is the party that sends its thugs and its militia out to harass the constitutionalists on the court. And the fraud and the phony who sits in the attorney general's office has no interest in charging anybody with a violation of federal law. We don't even need a search warrant. Just look at them. There they are. Arrest them. No, he won't. Why? He won't say. He won't say. This is the Attorney General who sits on his thumb. When our border's being overrun with criminals and fentanyl, people are dying in the streets from this drug, he does nothing to secure the border. He's for law enforcement, don't you know? Nothing. The murder rate going through the roof, crime going through the roof, but don't worry. They got Trump in their sights, America. Don't worry. And they had the... Republican leader in the Senate on their side. He speaks very loudly by his silence. His silence is deafening. Deafening. See, you see this. I see this. That's why when we see editorials and papers like the Washington Examiner, the New York Post, we go, what? What? Are they living in the same world as we are what and then we sit there and say why doesn't donald trump drink his tea properly pinky in the air why doesn't he properly take his cloth napkin and tuck it into his collar he fights back tens of millions of us have wanted a fighter who fights back he fights back and then people say, I don't know if we want this drama. I, I, I don't know. I mean, the guy, he tweets, he fights, he just, he just, can't he let it go? Can- what do you think they'll do to DeSantis? They've already started with DeSantis. You think the local Democrat DAs in Florida, or if they get a Democrat attorney general one day, are going to lay off DeSantis? No, they're not going to lay off dissent. And they're not going to lay off Trump. And just look at what we talk about now every day. They drive this agenda. They drive this agenda. And notice that Joe Biden's, he's above it all. He doesn't even know about it. We're supposed to believe. He doesn't know. No, how would Joe know? He doesn't know about that. He doesn't know what his son's doing. Old Crooked Joe has no idea. Just because he's Mr. 10% and the big guy, just because he has multi million dollar mansions after spending a lifetime in the Senate, way! Hey, no problem. No problem at all. It's Joe. Not going to bother Joe. Not going to bother Hunter. I mean, we may have to acknowledge the kid's a crook and a cokehead and all the rest, but you know, lay off his family. We, the only family we attack is the Trump family. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. And I know this government, controlled by the Democrats. I know this government. It's in my gut, it's in my instinct. I know they're listening to this show. I know they're watching my social media. I know they've stolen some of my email. Oh, yes. I know. This is what we're dealing with now. And now they're going to have 87,000 more individuals to monitor your bank accounts, the checks you write, the deposits you make, to see how you conduct yourself, business, or as an employee. Now, the surveillance state feels like it does in many ways in China, doesn't it? Here we are, massive debt, Massive inflation. People are suffering. And the government creates positions for 87,000 more IRS agents. Always enough money for that. I sure hope people understand what's going on in this country. I'll be right back.
1: Much lovin.
0: Right now every business is trying to nickel and dime you. How much can they squeeze you to offset their increasing costs? It's a mess. That's why I love Pure Talk, my wireless company, and I want it to be your wireless company. Pure Talk drew the line in the sand and said, stop screwing over the American public. So when you sign up with Pure Talk this month, you're going to get their best ever offer one month free. One month free. You can lock in talk, text, and data on America's most reliable 5G network. For just 30 bucks a month, plus get one month free when you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com and enter code Levin Podcast for this special offer. That's L E V I N Podcast. Need another reason? When you choose Pure Talk, you're choosing to support American jobs. You're choosing to support a company whose CEO is a U.S. veteran. And with Pure Talk's no-risk money-back guarantee, you won't regret it. Go to puretalk.com, select a plan, and enter promo code Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N, podcast, and get one month free. Folks, just so you know, Uh, The lights in the bunker are flickering off and on like an old black and white war movie. Because I'm in a place that's in the midst of a lightning storm with some thunder. There's no rain. It's the weirdest damn thing. So we have a super duper backup battery. So far it's working. Uh, But it's really quite strange tell you the truth, very strange, as far as I'm concerned. And um, we will continue to press ahead. If I'm (laughs) not knocked off the air, Mr. Call Screener, Richie V. Of the famous uh, Valdez uh, dancers, he will be uh, handling the show. But so far, so good. Just weird, quite frankly, very weird. We have a guest in the third hour, you may have heard of him, Senator Marco Rubio. Uh, He's running against a radical leftist who they're trying to portray as a law and order moderate because she was the police chief, I think, in Orlando. But she's 100 percent Pelosi. She actually supported defunding the police. She's a radical. She was also on the, if not both, one of the impeachment uh, uh, groups, lawyers trying to take out uh, Trump. It's fun to watch or interesting to watch these ads, how they try and portray themselves as something they're not. So let me ask you a question. Where the Democrat Party is ruling, what do we have? What do we have? Do we have safety? Do we have health care? Do we have functioning schools? Do we have functioning public transportation? Do we have clean streets? I'm hoping enough Democrats are listening to me who live in these areas. I'm not talking about party apparatchiks, you know, little commies that goose step around and make their money off the backs of the people of a particular city. I'm saying, look at all these cities. Not one Democrat city is functioning in a humane and civil way. Not one. Not one of them has a functioning police force because how the politicians have destroyed them. Not one has safe streets. Not one. Not one has good schools. Not one. Not one has clean streets. Not one. That's the Democrat Party. And then when you look at the national level... They project what they've done in the cities to what they want to do to the nation impoverish the people the people are to work for the government rather the other way around put fear in the people with a now massive powerful irs and so forth i'll be right back Right now, every business is trying to nickel and dime you. How much can they squeeze you to offset their increasing costs? It's a mess. That's why I love Pure Talk, my wireless company. And I want it to be your wireless company. Pure Talk drew the line in the sand and said, stop screwing over the American public. So when you sign up with Pure Talk this month, you're going to get their best ever offer one month free. One month free. You can lock in talk, text, and data on America's most reliable 5G network for just 30 bucks a month. Plus, get one month free when you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com and enter code Levin Podcast for this special offer. That's L-E-V-I-N-PODCAST. Need another reason? When you choose Pure Talk, you're choosing to support American jobs. You're choosing to support a company whose CEO is a U.S. veteran. And with Pure Talk's no-risk money-back guarantee, you won't regret it. Go to puretalk.com, select a plan, and enter promo code Podcast. That's levin and podcast and get one month free the mark Levin show where we create the talking points call in now 877-381-3811 now the housing market is officially in a recession i know you haven't heard that today two quarters of negative sales the housing market is officially in a recession And of course, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But the Democrats are very good at messaging, in other words, lying through their teeth. And it's actually quite easy for them since they have the corrupt media to lie for them. They want you to know that Joe Biden's had a hell of a run here a massive tax bill, a massive spending bill, a massive borrowing bill. It's a hell of a success. A massive remake of our pharmaceutical companies, so they're going to cap the prices of drugs. That's fantastic, unless, of course, you want to see new drugs invented and new medical technologies invented. Otherwise, it's a disaster. But don't worry, this one little bill that Mister Moderate in your you're paying your fair share. Hmm. Well, they won't go after me, Biden said. Anyone under four hundred thousand. I'm a painter. I'm a plumber. I'm an electrician. I'm a truck driver. I'm an Uber driver. A taxi driver. Perjury, right? You're easy marks, troll. And they changed the Internal Revenue Code, and you have no idea how they changed it. None. But you are held strictly liable for the consequences of not complying with it. Did you know that? It's true true. What else did they do? Billions and billions and billions of dollars to radical left-wing groups that the IRS supports by giving them a 501c3 tax exempt, ready for this? Charitable identification. They're charities. You know who gets one of those? Media Matters. It's a nonpartisan charity, media matters. Just like a church or a synagogue or a mosque. Oh, yes, this is how they operate. But that Joe Biden, man, he's got a streak going. Where is he? Well, he's taking a vacation from his vacation. They haven't heard a damn thing from the Presidente. First, he wanted to try out a $25 million home. He, his doctor wife, his patient son, they stayed at a $25 million home. Nothing small for Joe. Not lunch bucket Joe. No. Of course, the press doesn't have a problem with that. Then he decides, wait a minute, I've got my own mansion in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. And that's where he is as I speak. He's had a very rough time, as Joe squinting into the cameras. But he's had a hell of a success. Now they're taking credit for reduced gasoline prices. Now this is how it works. You were paying a buck 50 for a gallon of gas, right? Now you're paying what? 350, 340, 380, depending on where you live. and they tell you gas prices have come down. This is how they stupefy you. They've come down from what, five dollars and fifty dollars, five dollars and fifty cents a gallon. They've come down from that. Nineteen months ago, I was paying a buck fifty. Well, now you're paying three fifty. Live with it. It's okay. Doesn't matter. Prices are coming down, and inflation is actually zero, month to month. It's zero. Oh, that's weird. I'm paying an awful lot for food. And clothing. And interest rates, because it's not zero. It's never going to be zero, because they change. They lie. That's what the Democrats say. They lie, and they lie, and they're good at it. They have nothing. Ponzi, Ponzi scheme, Ponzi has nothing on the Democrats. Inflation's at 8.5% to consumers year to year which for the Democrats equates to zero, just like massive new borrowing and spending actually reduces printing of paper and inflation. Oh, now I get it. And if you have a male genitalia between your legs, it's really irrelevant. It's what's between your ears. Unless, of course, unless, of course, you're appointed by the Democrats and the first time ever I've appointed a woman. Wait a minute. You mean a birthing person? And by the way, what if the birthing person can't birth anymore? They still a birthing person? But anyway, why get into the weeds? If you're a guy and you want to swim, you can be a girl. It's what's between your ears, not between your legs. What's wrong with you? And we used to support women's sports. Now we hate women's sports. Oh, you can't have women-only schools because you can't discriminate against people who self-identify. Or, Mr. Producer, have what I call a laparoscopy. You know what a laparoscopy is—the removal of the male genitals. A lop ostopy. Oh, yes. But of course, there's no such thing as male and female genitals. So we're not following the science. No, it's what's between your ears. Oh. We're not following the science. And then, of course, if a baby is aborted, right up to the last minute, it's not a baby, it's a choice. It's a choice our baby? It's a choice. They dehumanize us because they're dehumanizing. They don't view you as a unique, precious individual capable of so many things. They view you as one of 330 million whose behavior has to conform with their Commands, their policies, their desires. That's exactly it in a nutshell. That's exactly it in a nutshell. The more independent you are, the more you must be destroyed. The more successful you are, the more you must be destroyed. You're demonstrating that the system works. We can't have that. If you're a minority who thinks America's a fantastic place, you're a white supremacist sellout. You know better than that. And if you're a white person, you're a white supremacist sellout no matter what. Not a land of opportunity, of course, unless you're privileged, we're told. We want equity and equality. Well, they had equity and equality in Cambodia. That didn't go so well. Or all these other Marxist regimes. It doesn't seem to go so well, and it actually never seems to exist. It's because it wasn't done properly. It wasn't tried out the right way. Oh. One of the other things the Democrat Party government is doing, and I'm hearing more and more about this, is they're tracking down virtually any lawyer who worked on any matter involving the 2020 election. Taking their phones... Other communications. Because they want to make sure the Republican Party, particularly Trump, if he runs, can't find any lawyers to represent them. Against Mark Elias and the hundreds and hundreds of slip and fall ambulance chasing radical left lawyers. They take documents from people, attorney, client, privileged. Confidential, attorney, work product. That's what they do, the Democrat Party. When they have power in the U.S. Attorney's Office. I want to say this, and I want Media, Media Matters and all the other reprobates and frauds to record what I say. God willing, when and if we take the executive branch back, there needs to be a full-fledged investigation of the activity the U.S. Attorney in Washington, D.C., Matthew Graves. There needs to be a full-fledged investigation of the U.S. Attorney General, Merrick Garland. There needs to be a full-fledged investigation of the Deputy Attorney General, the Associate Attorney General, Assistant Attorney General for Civil Rights, and the Criminal Division. Perhaps there should be a special commission made up of people who Well, balanced like the January 6th committee, but balanced in a way that is nothing like the January 6th committee, if you get my point. And they should be given all the powers necessary to conduct criminal investigations. They can delegate that to a U.S. attorney's office that's reliable. And they can gather for Mr. Graves... Mr. Garland and all the rest all their communications all other information to expose them because just like the old Soviet government and other regimes they do need to be exposed if you're gonna take the American Constitution and shred it if you're gonna go where no humans have gone before It's that Star Trek. And people need to look if other people need to be held to account. This isn't a threat. It's very simple. Needs to be investigated. Needs to be reviewed. Or this is going to continue and get worse and spread. The American people have a right to know what's taking place. The people in this country came long before the Department of Justice or anything called a U.S. Attorney's Office. Or even the Federal Criminal Code. If You're going to take steps. You're going to take strep- steps to effectively go to political war using and abusing the law against half the country. Then people need to see they need to look behind the curtain and find out what the hell took place. I'll be right back.
1: Mark in
0: Right now, every business is trying to nickel and dime you. How much can they squeeze you to offset their increasing costs? It's a mess. That's why I love Pure Talk, my wireless company. And I want it to be your wireless company. Pure Talk drew the line in the sand and said, stop screwing over the American public. So when you sign up with Pure Talk this month, you're going to get their best ever offer one month free. One month free. You can lock in talk, text, and data on America's most reliable 5G network for just 30 bucks a month. Plus, get one month free when you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com and enter code Levin Podcast for this special offer. That's L E V I N Podcast. Need another reason? When you choose Pure Talk, you're choosing to support American jobs. You're choosing to support a company whose CEO is a U.S. veteran. And with Pure Talk's no-risk money-back guarantee, you won't regret it. Go to puretalk.com, select a plan, and enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N, podcast, and get one month free. You know, we're finding out, although... Very late and very little. We're finding out what a massive scam this paycheck protection program was. What a massive, massive scam these COVID-19 relief funds were. Free Beacon, Oregon Democratic Senator Ron Wyden, he's one of the most left-wing kooks in the Senate, warned early in the pandemic that wealthy business owners could use the paycheck protection program, could abuse it, Financial disclosures suggest his wife did just that. Nancy Bass Wyden, the multimillionaire owner of a of New York Strand bookstore, received two point seven million in paycheck protection program loans between 2020 and 2021 and nonetheless went on to lay off 180 employees. Small businesses were eligible for the federally forgiven loans on the condition they used the majority of the funds to keep employees on the payroll. In October 2020, Bass Wyden, Ron Wyden's wife, told CBS News that the Strand bookstore would not rehire many of those employees and that the store would have to give back part of the loan due to the forgiveness rules. But as of September of last year, the federal government had forgiven both loans. ProPublica reported the Small Business Administration declined to comment, and the Strand did not respond, and Strand didn't, to the Washington Free Beacon's request for comments. Where's the search warrant there? Where's the search warrant there? I've got more of this when we come back after the top of the hour, by the way. More, more on these crooks on Capitol Hill, and the crooks in their political orbit, when I return. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government and they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. And I was shocked when I read this secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So you need to read the war on cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Now, This war on cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492. Hello America, Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. So the Wyden family, Senator Wyden, who's a radical leftist, has profited mightily from the largesse that he votes for. And there's this at Restoring America. Follow the money, how schools spent their billions in COVID-19 relief funds by Sarah Westwood, investigative reporter. Schools raked in $190 billion from COVID-19 relief funds. Education advocates argued we desperately need them. More than two years into the recovery, some schools have not yet spent piles of cash Congress handed them through three separate stimulus bills. Three separate. They received aid from the federal government in three batches over the course of the pandemic, the first tranche as they called from the cares the cares act that president trump signed in March 2020. That was 13.2 billion, then 54.3 billion, then 122 billion. Roughly 60% of the districts analyzed planned to put their stimulus funds largely or entirely toward teachers including retraining them and giving them some pay raises to increase retention. Now, that's raised concerns about how the schools will adjust when the last of the stimulus funds run out. Let me explain it to you this way. Massive amounts of money were spent by the federal government to subsidize the unions and their members. And you, from here forth, will be paying for that with your taxes. We'll be paying for that with your taxes. Some spending choices have fallen squarely at the intersection of COVID-19 and classroom culture wars. Schools in California spent $1.5 billion on teacher training that included implicit bias training. New York pledged to center its COVID-19 relief spending decisions on diversity, equity, and inclusion significant portion of the federal funding was earmarked for online teaching which of course the point was to get away from this washington dc public schools received 87 million in the second round of relief funding but dc public schools did not reopen for full-time in-person learning for the rest of that academic year in fact the district did not end its hybrid remote learning model until the fall of 2021, despite having taken in, by that point, more than $300 million in extra federal funding. Then there's luxury projects. In Whitewater, Wisconsin, one school district used $2 million in federal stimulus funding it received to cover the normal operating expenses in its budget. District officials then used the money that had been freed up to build synthetic turf football, baseball, and softball fields at the schools. In some cases, schools simply haven't had the time or the ability to spend all the money that they received. Ah, boy. And so you see, ladies and gentlemen, when they push these massive spending bills, this is what happens, and they pushed another one. And it wouldn't have passed but for Joe Manchin. All these Democrats running for re-election in the Senate wouldn't have passed but for them. That includes in these house races. Now, as you must know by now, the constipated news network has relieved itself and the rest of the nation of Brian Stelter. Brian Stelter was never a journalist. He was always over his head. I don't mean because he was short and fat. He was just over his head. Sort of a low IQ, stupid guy. But he was obviously a mouthpiece for Democrat administrations, for Democrat causes, and the various Marxist movements And CNN has relieved the nation of him. But it's guys like him, frankly, who have done massive grave destruction to the First Amendment and freedom of the press. Who took their positions... As supposed journalists and turn them into propagandists. That's exactly what happened. By the way, I find it interesting that people are focusing on the Republican candidates in Georgia and Pennsylvania who are having a tough time, but not in Ohio. Our buddy J.D. Vance. Have you noticed that, Mr. Producer? It really is remarkable. They're all having problems. doesn't mean they're going to lose. They're all having problems. That said, as I said earlier in the show, and I've said before, much of it can rest at the feet of Mitch McConnell. I don't know if we're going to win. Probably, probably, won't flip the Senate. Probably. I want to read something to you. And by the way, you've heard me say over and over again when people were saying, when we have the red wave... We may well have a red wave, but I keep telling you, we can't rely on people saying we're going to have a red wave. We have to create it. From our buddy Stephen Hayward, smart guy, good guy at Powerline. Suddenly Democrats are feeling more chipper about their prospects for November. Congress passed something. President Biden got to have a signing ceremony at the White House. You have to understand that for the liberal mind, nothing good can happen in the world Without a signing ceremony. It's the key sacrament of their secular religion. Some polls show Democrats looking better, especially in key Senate races where Republicans have nominated, he says, weak candidates. Bill Galston writes today in the Wall Street Journal about hopeful signs for Democrats in the 2022 midterms. Surprisingly, he says, Democrats remain tied with Republicans in the generic congressional ballot, which reflects national preferences for the party's House candidates and Senate races. Candidate quality matters more, as has happened repeatedly in recent cycles. Republicans appear to have damaged their prospects during primary contests by choosing nominees who have more appeal with their party's base than with statewide candidates. Electorates. Of course, they never do that in the Democrat Party. In Ohio, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona, nominees backed by Donald Trump, trail their Democratic opponents, several by wide margins. So the whole goal here by the ruling class and their sink offense, and uh, the ruling class would include the useless, utterly, completely useless Mitch McConnell, is to blame everything on Trump. And yet, writes Hayward, There's a history of these kind of happy thoughts and favorable polls evaporating for Democrats on Election Day. And the only poll that counts, as the old saying goes, A look back at several key Senate races over the last several cycles reveals how badly the pre-electorate polls overestimate Democratic strength. A few screenshots, which he provides from the real clear politics people tell the story, starting with Susan Collins in 2020, who every single poll predicted would lose by a wide margin. And yet she won by a wide margin. And he provides the graphs. In every case, most of the polls had the race badly wrong. Keep this in mind as November approaches. And remember, pro-Democrat polls are intended to discourage Republican voters and depress Republican turnout. You might almost call it voter suppression by propaganda. All right. His point is, well, ignore these polls as you should have ignored them before. Well, there's going to be a Republican wipeout. There may be, Or the Republicans may not do as well as they should. That may happen. But what good does it do to even give one second's thought to it? Just break your ass and get out and vote and make sure as many people as possible can we have a problem with the leadership in the senate he's already surrendered he's already he's already announced that we've lost and yet if we win he'll take credit for it they didn't expect a big victory in virginia because washington had nothing to do with it and yet there was a big victory in virginia there were victories all across new jersey and new york and colorado and texas to mention a few the problem with the Republican Party is it doesn't push the cause. Support the cops. Support the parents. Support securing the border. Support slashing government spending. I mean, these are simple things. But when you have a leader of the Senate, the and already announced that we blocked, you got a problem. I'll be right back. Mark I want to welcome Senator Marco Rubio to the show. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing well, Mark. Thanks for having me on.
0: You know, Marco Rubio... I'm here in Florida. I watch these ads. Your ads are great, by the way. And I watch these Val Deming ads. You wouldn't know who Val Deming is by watching these ads, that she's a radical leftist, anti-law enforcement, despite her background. And they always try to change who they are. They always try to change their votes. They get millions of dollars to do that. They really don't want to run on what they actually are and do, do they?
1: Well, she actually doesn't even call herself Congresswoman. She keeps calling herself chief because she doesn't, uh, you know, she was a police chief in Orlando about a decade ago. Since then, of course, she's run for Congress a bunch of times. She wanted to be vice president. She wanted to, uh, at one point, flirted with running for governor, then ended up running for Senate. But she doesn't want people to know she's in Congress. She has to to explain why, A, she's never gotten anything done. I mean, she's been involved in nothing meaningful that she's been involved in, you know, helping get anything done and the other is she votes with nancy pelosi 100 percent of the time i mean not even the squad votes with pelosi 100 percent of the time mm-hmm. so that's a tough sell i mean pelosi would not be elected to the senate in florida that, that's what they would get with val Demings. so i think she just wants to skip over the last 10 years or the last six years she's been in congress but um you know we're going to make sure people know about it they deserve to know about it because there's a big difference between w- what she's done over the last six years and what i've done
0: and where does she stand on immigration
1: well, it's interesting you asked that. I, I saw uh, recently where she had said that um, on immigration, she said that this is seasonal, that this is nothing new and this is seasonal. There's always been illegal immigration. This is true, but not like this. This is 7,000 people a day. And, and, you know, the border includes Florida. You know, we had, I think last weekend in Monroe County, Florida, we had six or seven different groups of 15 to 20 migrants getting on these drafts. And look, your heart breaks for these people, but we we can't – this can't happen. We can't just – be a country that people show up in, you know, and and who knows how many are dying on the way. The border is six or seven thousand people a day just turning themselves in and within a day being released into the country. We effectively have an open border today controlled by narco trafficking cartels. That's who controls our southern border.
0: And Val Demings has proposed to do what about this border?
1: Well, interesting. Nothing. I mean, she so, for example, she she was very proud to oppose the border wall. She said the wall was a complete waste of time, that we didn't need it. She also argues that, uh, you know, she voted to uh, not deport criminal aliens, Um, you know, and and I think in her mind, there is no problem on the border. I never hear her talk about illegal immigration. She doesn't mention it. She doesn't think it's a problem. She thinks it's exaggerated. And she was one of the ringleaders out there talking about kids in cages and all that sort of silliness four or five years ago. Mark, I'll tell you, I live in a community surrounded by immigrants. I mean, I can't walk to a block without running into someone that came from another country and people here are very upset about what's happening uh, and you know that uh, it's easy for these people living on the upper west side in new york and in west hollywood to sort of you know not care about illegal immigration because it's not their schools that are being overcrowded it's not their hospitals with the long waiting times it's not them that have to face the consequences of r- rampant illegal immigration
0: we're talking to uh, marco rubio who is running for reelection in the state of florida and there's more, too, isn't there, with her? In other words, um, when it comes to uh, IRS agents, she voted for that bill to, uh, to, to hire 87,000 new agents, correct?
1: 87,000, which is larger than the British Army. Um, we don't have – it doubles the size of the IRS. We don't have 87,000 billionaires in this country. So they're going to be going after And you know what? People instinctively know this. People instinctively know that they're coming after them, that, that's, that this is about going after them. They're supposed to collect $100 billion of taxes that, that they claim aren't being paid every year. That's what these people are going to go out there and do. They're going to harass working people in this country for a long time. And she voted for it uh, like they all did. Um, but by the way, I don't know if you've seen that some of the – they took down the posting. But they're talking about these IRS agents being armed and yes. being able to use deadly force. I mean, who, who are these <laughs> – it, it honestly, it sounds like one of those satire articles because it doesn't sound real. Unfortunately, it is.
0: Let me ask you a question. Now. You are the senior senator in the state of Florida, Mar-a-Lago's in the state of Florida. A search warrant on a former president of the United States, whatever this is, doesn't that just strike you as
1: unbelievable? Well, I wish I could say it's unbelievable. I didn't think I'd ever see it, but I don't think anything's past these people. We're talking about a six-year campaign now of thing after thing after thing. I mean, this is they tried to impeach Trump. He was out of office. And they tried to impeach him. We spent a week and a half focused on that, not on the big problems in this country, and and so none of this surprises me. Here's a couple things: the one, and, and look, you worked at the Justice Department, you know this very well. anytime that you have these leaks, have you seen the leaking? I mean, the almost immediate leaking to the press of people with knowledge of the investigation about what they went in to look for, what they found. If this is a legitimate, non-political, apolitical investigation, there wouldn't be all this leaking. The only reason you leak things to the press is because you try to influence the narrative. And the only reason to influence the narrative is because it's political. That's the only reason to do it. You don't care about public opinion and the public narrative if it's not political. So they're almost immediately leaking to the press everything that they claim to be looking at. And, of course, it's, you can't rebut it because they're the only ones that know what they went to look for, what they what what they mm. what they found or didn't find and what have you. The second point, and then I give them credit for this, Senator Mark Warner, Democrat from Virginia, signed a letter with me we sent saying, okay, you said this was highly classified stuff. We, we, that's what we do. We oversee counterintelligence. We want to see it. We want you to tell us what is the intelligence in your possession that, that was so serious that it warranted this unprecedented uh, police action. 30 agents, you know, ransacking through the place. And, and uh, but, but look, the leaks alone tell you everything you need to know. If this was a legitimate investigation. As you know, the Justice Department, when they're investigating, they refuse to even acknowledge there's an investigation, much less leak the way they do.
0: And, you know, Senator Rubio, the FBI was there armed in June. You see documents they think don't belong there. You take them with you if there's an urgency. You think documents are being destroyed, you take them with you. We're told now that Merrick Garland, after the first leak to Newsweek, that he didn't know anything was actually mulling this over for weeks. What are you mulling over for weeks? If documents are being destroyed and it involves nuclear weapons and so forth, even the leaks are lies and don't even add up and make sense. Do you think there was another reason, Senator, that they were there? They grabbed everything, January 6th yeah, but, or something like that?
1: Well, look, obviously we need to know all these facts, so I can't prove it. Unlike them, I don't go out making accusations I can't prove. But I do suspect the following, okay? I suspect, and it's not unheard of, that what you do is you find some rationale for why you have to go in somewhere, okay? And, and you get some rationale and some judge will issue a warrant, in this case, a magistrate judge, And you go in and now you start taking it. You find one document in a box that fits the description of what you described. Maybe potentially you take the whole box. So what happens is, yes, we went in looking for X, but we found Y and we found Z or at least they're hoping they found Y and they found Z. And so that's, that's my suspicion is that they went in grabbing as much as they could find. And they probably had some former Trump insider telling them all kinds of, uh, you know, fantasies about the kinds of stuff that were in there. And it's, you know, there's, casting a net to see what they're catching that net
0: can we hold hold you over the break if you have to go i understand no no, we'll we'll hold all right we've got more to discuss with senator rubio candidate for re-election in the state of florida i'll be right back (laughs) at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEVIN. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit FastGrowingTrees.com for details. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now
1: 877 381 3811.
0: We're with Senator Marco Rubio. Senator Rubio, seems to me. The Republicans need an affirming uh, message, three, four, five points, particularly on the Senate side. uh, You can hear more of it on the House side. I mean, it's an example. This bill that they just passed, the Republicans take Congress and, God willing, in 2024, take the presidency. Every one of those 87 IRS positions should be defunded, don't you think? Things
1: like that. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. They should be defunded. and. And I think that's certainly part of it. But I think that's part of a broader thing, Mark. And I think part of the broader thing is we got to get back, I think, COVID. There's not a lot of good things about COVID. But one thing that did come out of COVID, I think, is a reaffirmation of how important federalism is, how important it is that the, it, to the extent government has control of our lives at some level, that it be as close to us as possible, that it's be at your city council, that it be at your county commission, that it be at your state legislature, not in Washington, where you got to try to influence someone who lives halfway across the country and you can't vote against it. So the federal government, there's some things the federal government has to do. We have to have a military that's more focused on beating China in a war than it is on using the right pronouns. Amen. We have to be able to secure our border. Okay. We, we do have to, you know, there are things we regulate like airplanes. There are my, our airplanes to be regulated so that they're safe mm-hmm. and when they can take off and land and the landing gear works and the person flying it really is a pilot. But after that and some other things like it, it really now becomes a function to the extent that government's playing a role of of state and local government and, and that you know you're going to have different laws in different places based on who people vote for in those places i think that that's part of this defunding the irs argument and that is we don't need a massive irs collecting a massive amount of taxes to fund a government that's doing things it shouldn't be doing i think the other thing that we have to understand i think it's a part of this is i'm not interested in american decline i hear biden and it's one of the things they like to go around saying now is we are moving to an era of sustainable and steady growth. To me, that sounds like we're moving into an era. We're going to manage America's decline. We're the British Empire after World War II. We're slowly going to be on the downhill trajectory, settling into what an important country, but no longer special. I have zero interest in that. This is, a, there, this is the sp- most special country in the history of the world. There is nothing out there to replace us except China, a Marxist godless regime that runs it. And I I don't want to live in a world where they're the most powerful country. I want to live in the America that is special and unique. And we have to have a commitment to that in our economic policy, in our domestic policy, in our foreign policy, in everything we do.
0: That's 100 percent right. And uh, I also want to thank you for something. You're one of the few, certainly at the national level, who's willing to call out Marxism for what it is. Maybe it's the it, it, background that, of your family having fled it and so forth, but, you know, people are, oh, this progressivism and liberal, excuse me, it's not progressivism, it's not liberalism. Some of these people are flat out Marxists. That's the agenda that they're pushing, right?
1: That's correct. Listen, I live in South Florida, which is not a majority conservative area. I've known liberals my entire life. I know them now. They want higher taxes. They want more government agencies, but that's not Marxism. Marxism is not even an economic model. I mean, it has economics. Right. Marxism is about control. It's about controlling society. So when Marxists take over, they have to displace the family because they can't have parents undermining them. They have to displace religion and churches because they can't have you know God telling you what to do instead of them. They have to go into the school so they can indoctrinate the kids. They have to take over speech, the words you're allowed to say and not allowed to say, Government is part, they use government as an instrument for that takeover. And ultimately where they, what they are is they believe that people are not smart enough to govern their own lives. They believe in controlling every aspect of it. And, and they are, they are never satisfied. That's the key. That's the, that's where you know it's Marxism. Marxism is never satisfied. They're not satisfied with controlling Congress. They're not satisfied with controlling government. They don't want to control government. They want to control everything. There is zero aspect of our life that they will not try to take over and tell how to run. And you see it. You see its tentacles everywhere. You can't watch a movie. You can't watch a television series or you can't watch a commercial anymore without seeing its influence in our lives on a day to just continue to creep and chip away. And I'll tell you something, maybe I am overly sensitive to it because I've grown up among people who have been warning for a long time. There were many years where I thought that would never happen here. We just couldn't happen here. And now I see it and I see the inklings of it. I see the, the clear indications of the direction. And I think a lot of the people that are helping them do it, have no idea that they're involved in that, in this kind of a movement. They don't call themselves Marxists, but they have no idea that what they're pushing is an agenda that basically is Marxist in every single way.
0: Don't you think in part this is why the Hispanic community more and more is moving Republican? You have more and more Hispanics that have fled from these communist regimes, Nicaragua, Venezuela, obviously Cuba, and so forth, and they get it, whereas a lot of other people may not.
1: Yeah. So they've seen this movie before and they recognize it and they know this is always how it starts. And they, they, they know that always the way it starts is someone takes over, they demonize the other side and they tell you why it's so important that they be given all this power so they can make your life better because they care more about you than the other side. They've seen it. So I would tell you it's more than that. Certainly that's a big part of it, but some of the most patriotic people I know, are people that know what life is like in other places. Cause when you know what life is like in another place, and then you hear someone tell you how awful America is, uh, you, you think they're nuts. And sometimes you get really angry about it cause you know what bad, what how bad life mm-hmm. is in other places. And so I think that's been a big part of it. I think the other thing we forget, Hispanics in this country are predominantly working class people and small business owners. Okay, The two classes most hurt by Marxism and by this administration and by the, the, the radical left. Uh, and they don't they're not happy with schools trying to indoctrinate their kids and teaching them that this is some sort of racist country. They don't want their kids growing up feeling like they're victims of some systemic oppression because they're not. They're here to, for opportunity and to work hard. So the Democratic Party basically not just abandon working class people, including Hispanics, they become hostile to the interests of working class people and their values.
0: Yeah, and I think all this uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter stuff was a real turnoff. And I think that's why you saw in Virginia as an example, well, the first big election after all that, 54 Absolutely. percent of the Hispanic vote went Republican. So you're running you're running for reelection. How does it look?
1: Look, I feel very good about our election because of the direction of our state and because of the comparison. When, when voters in Florida get to hear the full story, you know, we get a chance to do this. Every six years, we get to go to them and say, this is what I've done. This is what I'm for. This is who I'm running against. I feel very good about that outcome. Now, I will say this. For the first time in my political career, I'll be, you know, two times I've run for the Senate, I'll be outraised by a lot. And that's been true for Republicans. But these, these people are raising money from all over the country. This money's not from Florida. I don't know where it's from, but it's $100 a month from anonymous donors all over the country pouring into this race. And it's been a real struggle because, I mean, she does have more money than we do. Um, not because she's doing more events. She's just they to send out an email and all these people. I imagine part of the incentive is, you know, th- these are mo- this is money coming in from states. These are people that hate Florida. They hate that our economy's booming. They hate that, you know, we didn't close everything down, that DeSantis didn't shut down the state. And, uh, and they, and they want to ruin Florida in my mind. So I, I really do need help in that regard. I, just gotta, I don't need to match her. It's not a fundraising competition, but I do need to have the resources to tell the story about who I'm running against. Because uh, nobody running on the left will ever run, for the most part, saying I'm a flat-out left winger. They just won't say it. You know, they'll try to pretend they're middle of the road. So, look, people listening, I ask if they can go on my website. I know times are tough, but if you can give whatever you can give at MarcoRubio.com, we'll put it to good use because it's really important for us—not just to win the Senate seat in Florida, but if these people add seats in the Senate, if they add another seat to the Senate, say they get to 52, they'll get rid of the filibuster, and then they will pass whatever they want. They will make what just passed now look like child's play.
0: And if we lose your seat, it's going to be a bad night. I can tell you that. So it's marcorubio.com, you
1: said? That's right, marcorubio.com. Whatever people can spare. There's a lot of tough races around the country, but I, I do need the help because she's raising a lot of money, and, and we've got to be able to match some of that to tell our story. It's a big state, and it's an expensive state.
0: Mr. Producer, put it on all the platforms, Twitter and all the rest of them marcorubio.com we want to encourage you america wherever you're from heard what the senator said money's pouring in from outside the state why they figure if they can knock him off in florida they're gonna have a hell of a night and they're right and i don't know why they're able to raise so much money in every case in every state i'm hearing that they're outraising our people Two, three to one. I think she raised twelve million, and you had four million, something like that. Is that yeah, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. And I mean, and that would have been great in any other year. You know, it's an interesting thing about Act Blue they, they do not require you to put what's called the CVV number of your credit card in order to give. So we don't know where this money. Is. We don't know if those people even live in America, but we don't know if that money's coming from overseas. There's no way to verify it. All right, don't that to needs to change. The, the donor
0: that needs uh, to change.
1: Absolutely,
0: we can't have absolutely. foreigners pouring and, and money into why this they're country.
1: Against changing that. And that's yeah. the reason why they're against it. These are small. You know, if you if you report under a certain amount, or if you donate under a certain amount, you don't have to disclose to the donor. It's just to act blue, and so, you know, that we have no idea if that credit card is linked to an account in America or an account in China or wherever it is. And um, so, I'm not saying I can prove it. I'm just telling you I can prove that they don't require the CVV, which is a huge open door. But I also for, for foreign donation. But I can also tell you this. On top of that, there are a bunch of, you know, the, the demo, the, that's the irony of all this. Liberalism, or I don't even liberal, this far left-wing movement, is, um, is an affluent movement. These are people that have gone to college and got advanced degrees and make a lot of money working in one of these woke industries. And they, they write, they send $150 a month to these candidates all over the country. So that's mm-hmm. part of it, too.
0: All right, it's marcorubio.com, America, marcorubio.com. We'll have it on, on all, all of our platforms. Well, thank, thank you. Now now would be a good time to help out because uh, we're getting into the guts of this.
1: Senator, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I look forward to being on again.
0: You bet. Take care of yourself. We have to win these races. Now, my brothers and sisters in Pennsylvania, I want you to listen to this. John Fetterman on Zoom October 2020 Philadelphia Pittsburgh everywhere in between and there's a big it's a big state with a lot of different towns and cities a lot of diversity in Pennsylvania it's my home state and I love it but I can't tolerate all these leftists getting elected like the governor and the lieutenant this guy Fetterman is a clown he's never earned a living. He's attacking Dr. Oz, who did earn a living, became very successful for the number of homes that he has. Who builds homes? How many of you out there are roofers? How many of you out there are construction workers? How many out there are bricklayers? How many of you out there are paved driveways? How many of you out there are painters and plumbers and electricians? And build everything that goes into a house that's on a house and that's around a house. How many of you are landscapers? The way I look at it is somebody owns five houses. They're putting a lot of people to work. But when you're Fetterman and your parents are multimillionaires and they're subsidizing you, your wife and your three kids, I think he has until the age of 50 years old, you're putting nobody to work. Why is success attacked in this country? I'll tell you why. Because successful people and you define your own success. It doesn't have to be money. Because successful people demonstrate that the system does work. That there's opportunity in America, that there's freedom, there's prosperity. That if you're down one day, you could be up the next. You don't have to give up. And for the left and for the Democrat Party, that is unacceptable. You need to be a ward of the state. You need to work for the state. You need to identify with the state. Those are the two differences right there liberty and tyranny. And Fetterman is tyranny. Now, I want you to listen to this because crime is going through the roof in Pennsylvania, and not just in the big cities, in the suburbs and in the rural areas, too. Cut 13, John Fetterman, October 2020 on a Zoom. Go.
1: I was on a panel with Secretary Wetzel uh, earlier before the pandemic hit, and he said something remarkable that I agree with. He said we could reduce our prison population by a third and not make anyone less safe in Pennsylvania. And that's a profound statement.
0: The guy is an idiot. He doesn't have to live the consequences of what he pushes. And you folks will. Lieutenant Governor is a cushy, do-nothing job in the state of Pennsylvania, and frankly, probably in a lot of states. This lurch-like figure is a buffoon. He supports everything that Bernie Sanders supports, and even worse. Is that what you want in the U.S. Senate? I mean, Dr. Oz is a self-made man. He's an immigrant. He's a patriot. He was endorsed by Donald Trump. I'm endorsing him right now. Other conservatives are too. Fetterman is a welfare case. We have enough welfare cases in the Senate, like Ron Wyden, multi-millionaire welfare case. It's enough of these meatheads anymore. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. We're going to have a killer show Sunday night on Life, Liberty, and Levin, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. If you can't watch it live, I hope you'll set your DVRs right now to record it on Sunday. It is a killer show. We're going to have Cash Patel on, and we are going to go through exactly what happened on that January 6th and that meeting with Donald Trump in a way that's never been done before. And we have an exclusive. A big book has been written by Jared Kushner, who explains how the Trump presidency had so many successes and how Donald Trump is responsible for them and how he worked and what he did. Not one of these stab Trump in the back books. So this is going to be fascinating. And of course, most of all, I'm going to have a killer opening statement. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. You won't regret it. Or you will regret it if you do. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters and emergency personnel, our truckers and the men and women in Taiwan and Ukraine. And all of you, let's stick together. God bless you.